The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. There's there with them. She's right there with them. Good morning, Rutherford County. Warren Gill can't keep his mouth shut. And uh, Butch Campbell, uh, uh, well, I've got two that are completely out of control. <laughs> What's the problem here? Both educators. There's no problem. We're just reminiscing old times. You get get us talking about the Lady Raiders, uh, you, you better stand back. We're pretty good uh, fans. <laughs> they have a great team this year. Great uh, team. And, and, and I can tell you, um, Rick Ensel is one of the best coaches inside the country for girls basketball, ladies ba- basketball. I don't know what the correct term is, but uh, they're really unbelievable. I followed him in, in, as a high school coach and, and remember uh, he had – what seven state championships? Oh yeah, and, yeah. And uh, and then a lot of people. I remember people say, "Well, you know, you, you can't make that transition from high school to college." Well, he showed he made it. <laughs> he made it, he it uh, uh, he amazingly. <laughs> well, we we've got a lot to to talk about today. Uh, Warren, of, of course, has been an educator over at MTSU. Uh, for a number of years, and you were in the agriculture department. Yes, sir. Very proud. And, and, and you you went from just planting seeds to scientific uh, things going on to that's what I, make that's the I, food safer and I all that. In, stuff. in my book, I, I plowed behind the mule, uh, and uh, it it was work. That's hard work. Yeah. And and now I have a, a tractor with a GPS on it, and it, it it's got a radio and a cab and an air conditioner. <laughs> it's it's uh, we've come a long ways in in, in agriculture and well and, and MTSU agriculture has been really a part of it. They've done it. You done have a come a, a long way. And uh, 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 Butch here, Butch Campbell. I remember uh, him when he was at Mitchell Nelson, which is a couple of years ago, going <laughs> to school, and and and. Uh, then he became a principal out at Walter Hill, which is an entirely different uh, game. And he brought uh, discipline to another level when he was out there. Uh, you, uh, you were known as the Marquis de Sade. Uh, I believe that's the way. I, mean, I don't know. You know, I may not have pronounced that right yeah. or, or whatever, yeah. but you had your own little chamber down there. That's right. And, yeah, uh, we did. You, you made the front page of the Daily News Journal. I did. All, all at the request of the little boy's mother. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, Things have changed so much, Butcher, in, in, in schools, discipline, and all of those other things. You have been around a long time, just like I've been around a long time in whatever my profession was. And 
change is not always good, is it? There are some things that society would prefer over what um, we were used to and, and all the things that went on in the public schools back in those days. Well, change, change is always difficult for a lot of folks. Yeah. But sometimes it, it's good, sometimes it's not so good. But, you know, we we did all right. I, I still get messages from former students all the time. In fact, got one last night from a, from a girl that we had out there. Yes. It's always good to hear from them. Oh, gosh, yes. See what they're doing and how they're doing and that sort of thing. I saw a lady out at Sam's the other day. Uh, uh, she was one of those places where they give free samples. And she spoke to me, and she said, you were my principal. And I had to think a minute, and I, then I remembered her last name, and we had a good conversation. She told somebody walking by, I said, he was my principal when I was in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's always good to, to reminisce. Well, since you're on the board over here in, in uh, the city school system, um, and I think you've got Mr. Duke here today, right? Got what? You you heard me. <laughs> you have Mr. Duke here. Today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Duke's doing a fine job, let me tell you. Very He's a, well. superint call, a superintendent of city schools. I believe that's correct. Well, I think now they call them directors. Directors of city yeah. schools. Okay. Uh, when when uh, things happen in the city school system compared to when you were the uh, principal at, at Walter Hill, what is the difference between the two as far as how they're able to educate our kids? I guess the difference is... Uh, I'm going to let him call. I'll talk after you yeah. get through messing up. Uh, part of the difference, Truman, there are the laws that we have today compared yeah. to what we used to have, uh, how we can discipline students and how the curriculums. And I don't know, sometimes I think that we have people who are not in education who are making the rules and the regulations, Yeah, and we're having to abide by those rules and regulations. And I think that's a little bit of the difference. Trey may, may disagree a little bit, but I think that's that's a, a big big difference today. Yeah, you're, you're, Trey, you're sent down um, playing under the rules that are laid down from Washington and, and Nashville some. Uh, and, and when those come across your desk and you see how they have things set up for you in the classroom and things like that. Does it ever bother you to to feel like in your own mind it needs to be done in a different way? Well, I think uh, Mr. Campbell's right. You know, there's there's obviously policies and rules that we have to follow, but you know, I think about what stays the same, which is what you asked Mr. Campbell, and that's that we got a we got buildings full of great principals, we got buildings full of great teachers that love kids and that want to do right by kids and they work really really hard every day to do what's best for kids and yeah. i think that's one of the things that makes Marshall city so great is the staff we have and that they're doing everything they can even if there are policies or laws or rules we have to follow um 
they're the we're really good in the city about taking that and, and making it as best we can to meet the needs of our kids and yeah. using that flexibility. When you got a great board, we have a fantastic board that really wants to do what's best for kids and students. That's easy. Um, so, you know, there's not every policy. I think um, any time right now, you know, the General Assembly is going into session right now, and I have no doubt that they will pass some new laws for us to deal with next yeah. year. <laughs> and that's part of it. And so we're going to respond to the new laws, and we try and be really active with our uh, legislators to let them know, hey, this is the impact. If this law passes, this is the impact it's going to have on us as a city school system. And this is the impact it's going to have on education as a whole so that we can help keep our legislators informed um, and make sure they know what our viewpoint on that is so that they can hopefully make the best decisions. You know, um, a lot of what we said, you know, comes from Washington, like you said, but a lot mm -hmm. of it, a good majority of, if not the majority of really what governs us comes out of Nashville. And so we want to stay really connected with our legislators in that, in that way. Do you ever, uh, will they allow you to reach out to them and tell them, we have always had great teachers in Rutherford County and, and Murfreesboro. And, and that's something that we've always based our education uh, success would be those particular individuals. And now it's getting harder and harder to get them because of the guidelines that are laid down by what's coming out of, um, I guess most of them are elected uh, officials uh, who probably uh, have spent very little time in the classroom other when they were growing up and going to school. Uh, how in the world do you educate them to the point of uh, cannot they cannot can they not see the mess that they're creating? Well, I think you're right. Everyone uh, has spent some time in schools, and so yeah. everyone has some knowledge about how schools run, yeah. even if that's from a student perspective. Uh, but we just try and be real honest with our with our representatives in our community to say, you know whatever the bill or whatever the piece of legislation that may be coming out is, is try and be real specific about this is how it's going to impact us mm -hmm. and um, making sure they have that knowledge so they can make the best decisions. Um, I have had no issue at all contacting any of our representatives. They're very responsive. Uh, they, they very much seek our input um, and they've been great to hear from us. And so we're really pleased with that. Um, but I know sometimes there's bigger move you know, big movements that are coming. Right now we're dealing with the funding model that the state is looking at totally redoing how we fund public education. Um, and we wanna make sure that at the end of the day, whatever funding model is approved, that I can look at Mr. Campbell and look at the citizens of Murfreesboro and say, this is gonna be good for Murfreesboro City, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. And that's gonna start with hopefully increasing the amount of funds that go into public education. Yeah. Uh, we know right now what we need is we need a, a larger portion of funds dedicated to public education in Tennessee. We're doing things we haven't had to ever do before, whether it's the social emotional learning we're having to do, whether it's um, the intervention programs we're having to do to help catch up from the year and a half that we were out due to COVID mm -hmm. and making sure kids are reading on grade level so they can be ready for college. Um, we're having to do so much more than we've ever had to do before and that takes money to get that done and so you know as we look at the new funding model that they're proposing and how they're going to change funding public schools one of the things we've talked a lot about is 
that's, we're okay with that. If we need to address that, we want it to be good for schools. But until we add more money to that pot from the state level, uh, that's our first priority is we have to increase the amount of money going into education. And, that, and that's, that's kind of a sad thing. Money controls everything. And, and when you have uh, the need for the monies, it's hard for you to step away from what they're trying to make you do, isn't it? Well, you know, we want to stay competitive in our salaries. That yeah. takes money. We want to make sure that we're funding social workers and school counselors. We want to make sure that we're keeping our class sizes at a size that is best for kids. Mm -hmm. We know buildings in Murfreesboro, that's a huge, a huge um, something that we deal with because mm -hmm. we're growing so fast, specifically on the west side of town. Mm -hmm. So how do we make sure we are able to have the funds to take care of our older buildings, whether it's a, uh, some of our buildings that have been more historic to Murfreesboro while yeah. still planned for the growth? Um, there's technology needs. There's so much of what we do now is on technology. You know, you can't buy a computer today and that same computer be with you six or seven years from now. You have to replace that stuff. <laughs> So we're, we are requiring more of our schools. We're requiring more of what it takes just to educate kids, and that takes more money to do that. Well, a lot of people think that the, the biggest part of the money problem is building new schools, but that's not accurate. The biggest problem is having more and more teachers in the classroom that can teach at a higher level. Yeah, we want to have the best, and we want to make sure in Murfreesboro City, and we, we, we do very, very well with this right now, and that's to keep our salaries competitive, right? We want, when, we're, when teachers are looking uh, where they want to teach, we want to make sure that they know that they're going to be well compensated in our district, um, because that's how you recruit the best of the best, and that's mm -hmm. really important for us. But then once they're here, we got to make sure we're taking care of them, right? So we yeah. got to make sure we're giving them great professional development, that we're responsive to their needs. We got to take care of our teachers because they are the best resource we have, right? We cannot replace good teachers. And any principal, I've been a principal, Mr. Campbell's been a principal, any principal will tell you the best thing you can do for your school is hire fantastic teachers. And if you do that, um, your job as a principal is going to be a whole lot easier when you have great teachers and we have buildings full of them here in Murfreesboro City and we want to keep them. Yeah, well, we have a, a university over here that used to uh, pride itself on having the best teachers and large numbers coming through at, at MTSU and uh, it, it's, it's almost impossible to fill those needs anymore because a lot of the things the pressures they that they put on teachers are driving them away and and i know there's still a lot of teachers that are still wanting to be in the classroom but they don't feel comfortable anymore and that seems to be what i've been hearing for a long long time and uh i don't know what in the world we're going to do uh, of course now uh uh when when you're talking to people from MTSU, uh, there are things that are changing. Like like Warren here, uh, you've got an ag department that has um, the needs for uh, the farm community are a whole lot different than what they were when we were all growing up, and and it's, it's becoming more scientific. You have to uh, make sure that all the things that that you're creating are, are safe 
for the community and and uh, gosh you got the best uh chocolate milk and anywhere <laughs> going but um i don't do you see much difference in the kids that are coming up say out of high school into the universities uh what they're basically looking for for their future oh yeah i i think you know, that that and it 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 varies you know there, there's always that group that of of excellent students that that we all live for that that they're going to become the teachers of the future yeah i don't know that those excellent students have changed that much that we still have the, the highly motivated people uh that really uh, come into mtsu some of them not exactly sure where they go but a lot of them discover that the agriculture education along with the whole education program at MTSU is marvelous. Yeah. It, 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 it used to be called a teacher's college. I, I guess we, we kind of grew out of that. Uh, There's a reason to, for that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but uh, it, it's still uh, a major goal of MTSU is to find those motivated uh, students that will go into the classroom, take on the challenges that that you actually describe, and know how to to work them. And I I believe that the uh, what I know is about education, ag education, or whatever. But I think we have one of the best programs in the country right now because we are able to prepare uh, our students. We have. You, you talked about uh, uh, having good teachers. It's the same thing. We got to have good professors. At, at the at the university level to motivate and get these students out there so as long as we have that there's hope there's still problems you know we, we have uh, we have uh, uh, some students that when they they show up they're not really sure where they're going uh, some of them may be uh, away from home the first time and they discover mr. beer or something like that uh, we have those but we we one of the greatest thrills for an educator is uh, you know those motivated students they're going to do it but to find that student that has uh, an innate skill uh, that they haven't really discovered yet when you can turn those around that you know it's some of those that uh, uh, we mentioned uh, I, I, with my book uh, one of the best things if, if you I know he's going to bring it if up. you've never written a book one of the great <laughs> things about writing a book is this your former students uh, I, I get calls and contacts from, from students. You know, maybe I've lost contact with them or something, but they, they, they figure out how to call me or email me or text me or something and say, I'm reading your book. I really enjoy A lot of those students, uh, they may, some of them may have even struggled to get into the university or something, but if you can find that, that like that light, <laughs> if you can give them a, a, a path to success, and that's what we struggle to do in the universities and and the the uh, when, if we can get the students uh, that have that inner fire whether they know it or not from the from the high schools uh, uh, in Rutherford County which by the way uh, I really uh, I moved here in 1985 and one of the reasons we moved uh, we could have lived in Nashville or whatever the excellence of the Rutherford County Murfreesboro schools are are well known. Oh, they're at the, the top. State. They yeah. are at the top, uh, and and my wife, being an educator too, she wanted to raise our kids 
in the in in this environment. And I think MTSU has been a part of that. I think the, the oh, I we agree. Ha we have people that come in here from all over. Uh, they get to Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro is a pretty good, we, you, <laughs> pretty good place to live. They they find out how wonderful in uh, Murfreesboro is. And they become good educators, and then the school system keeps them home. That's a pretty good uh, a formula, and, and keep that going, okay? <laughs> all right. Now, you, you talk about all these great things going here. You see, Murfreesboro schools are, are K through 6, and and, uh, and then the, the county schools are K all the way up through 12. And, and, and there's a big difference. And, uh, Trey, tell me... Are the problems that um, are, are going on to, to making sure that we're able to fill all of those slots with great teachers, and we're having trouble right now, and you guys, uh, Murfreesboro City Schools and the county schools, were right at the top. I mean, the, they have the, the best teachers anywhere across the state. And then you've got places like Davidson County, Shelby County, that have a lot of trouble uh, keeping their numbers up in, in, in both those. And then all of a sudden, you've got uh, charter schools that ha have been uh, placed in the state of Tennessee. And charter schools, now correct me, I'm, I'm sure I'm wrong, but uh, charter school is, is basically uh, a public school that's, all, that's a private school. I think that they're, what they're basically trying to do is get uh, the education numbers up in, in counties that they don't seem to be able to um, meet the standards uh, that are set up across the state and things like that. Will, will charter schools ever be successful? And, and go ahead and correct me. Well, now, you know, charter schools are interesting because, I mean, it is a public school, yeah. but it has a totally different governing body. Yeah. And so, you know, they go through an application process at the local level and then to the state level um, to apply. But the difference in a charter school is, although it's considered a public school and has some public funding that goes behind it, mm -hmm. they have a lot of the restrictions and a lot of the um, policies and so forth that you were discussing earlier that we have to abide by. Yeah. They don't always apply to charter schools in every capacity. So there are some things the charter school has to follow that we have to follow in a traditional public schools. And then they have a lot more flexibility in some other areas. Yeah. Um, and, you know, which I go back to when we talk about public schooling and, and I'm a big advocate that public schools are a national security issue. If we wanna stay a strong country, that we have to have great public schools that are open to every student. I think it's a community issue. If Murfreesboro is gonna to continue to stay great and Rutherford County is gonna to continue to stay strong, we have to have great public schools that are open to everyone and we need to raise the bar there. Um, and so charter schools are a different type of school and you know, one of the things specifically when you look at charter schools, like I said, is just the amount of flexibility they have in some areas that we don't have in public schools. Mm -hmm. And um, that really is based on how their governing body. So for us in the obviously in the city school system, it's our school board. It's mm -hmm. uh, following the state laws and the State Department of Education. They have more flexibility there. So, you know, I think. Um, there may be places where parents obviously want more choices. We have a lot of choices in Murfreesboro City, whether it's our 
academic magnet school at Discovery, whether it's our performing arts choice school at Bradley, whether it's our five STEM schools that are specifically focused on science and technology, engineering and math. Mm -hmm. um, we have a huge farm to school program that feeds directly into uh, what Mr. Gill is talking about uh, with the agriculture, right? Mm -hmm. We have farms going up in all our schools. We have great partnerships with MTSU. We're teaching our kids at a really young age how to get out in that garden, how to grow vegetables. We take them pre-COVID or we took our third graders to the farm at MTSU every year uh, to spend time there. So we have a lot of great things we're offering in Murfreesboro City School to give mm -hmm. parents choice, to give them a, a many different programs. Um, and I, I think what we need to continue to focus on is making sure our true public schools are the best they can be and make sure that public money goes to those public schools to make sure that um, we have, like I said, great community and great schools for sure. Is, is that opening up a, a thought process for public schools? If, if there's that much difference, is there any way that the public schools and, and like they're set up now is, is there any way that they can get into a change type um, um, system where you can actually accept the same type of system that the charter schools are placed under and and uh, how would that work out it, it seems like that if if there is something better and they have you have would have a whole lot more flexibility to to run your school system in the state or in the county or, or how, however you guys can move around in that particular era uh why can't we why can't we accept something like that or is it going to cause a war in the education system in the state of tennessee well you know i don't um i don't know if i can speak to that directly what i can say is you know we're governed by state law and, and as far as our city school system and there are rules but so is the charter system yes and they but again within those laws like they have some more flexibility and so that's yeah. really a question of uh, what where does what is our legislative branch and what does our legislators want to do when it comes to schools? Um, I just think public schools are the best thing we can do for our community and making sure they're strong because we're not turning any student away, any student that walks in our door, no matter what their background is, no matter what um, socioeconomic level they come from, no matter what um, if they are speaking English when they walk into our doors or whether they've been in preschool since they were two, no matter what the background is, we are, we are taking all those students in and we're going to make sure we grow each one of those students to their maximum. And we want to make sure that we're just excelling every student. And when we have that, then we know that we're going to have a strong community. And so Again, I just think we have to continue to invest in public education. And I mean our traditional public school systems to make sure they're as strong as they can be. Um, but you know, we're gonna continue to follow the laws and the regulations that are put on us and the guidelines that are put on us by the State Board of Education and by the legislative branch of the General Assembly of Tennessee. And we're gonna make sure we continue to talk to our legislators when we think there are things coming down the pike that aren't going to benefit us. Um, and that's really what I feel like our role is, is to make sure that we're 
doing our best with what we have, growing every kid to their maximum capacity, and then advocating for public education with those who are making those laws and rules for us. There you know, I, I, I am so... <laughs> what, the, the thing about it is it, it seems like you've got a superior set of rules for certain groups with the charter system. And what, what, what would happen if all parents uh, that want to be involved with their children's education, what if they all want to send their kids to charter schools? Um, like a, a number of people, there's a large number of kids here in Rutherford County uh, that uh, go to private schools because they don't feel comfortable with the rules and regulations that are set up in public school. Now this gives, this is a step further for as far as going into charter schools to give these other parents, uh, whether they have the, the funds or not, to send their kids to a, another school as a charter school program now. Um, what is that going to do to the entire system as that pressure gets starts growing in in the state of Tennessee, because you we all know that legislators are are uh, are only going to do what's going to keep them in office, and and that's one of the things that'll keep them in office as they see this pressure grow. It's going to change things. You know, it's you know you bring up the private schools here in Murfreesboro, and we have some great private schools here in Murfreesboro, yeah. and and I and I think parents a lot of homeschools. Lot of, we have a lot of yeah. homeschool yeah. families who have been um, in Murfreesboro. We have private schools here, and and I tell people I have a unique background. I'm a director of a public school system, and I think public education is the best thing we can do for our community. But as a person, as a personally myself, I went to public school. As part of my K-12 career, I was homeschooled for a few years of my K-12 career. I was in a private school for a few years of my homeschool career. And those are choices that my parents made based on what they thought was best for our family. And I think yeah. families are going to have to make those decisions for what's best for them. You, you, know, were, you were raised very special because your parents were totally involved in your education. Very much so. Very much so. And they made yeah. decisions based my, for myself and my three siblings on, you know, when there was all four of us in school, uh, yeah. there was a point all four of us couldn't go to private school. They couldn't afford that, right? Yeah. And so there were some, there were different choices that they had to make uh, with, and we, so I've been in all kinds of schools personally. Yeah. Yeah. What I would say about the charter school movement is, you're looking at a system with Murfreesboro City Schools and you're looking at a system with Rutherford County, as you said, that are doing very, very well. Yeah. These are not failing school systems. And so if parents want to make choices and parents want to explore options, I don't um, begrudge parents for doing that. I just want to make sure that my job is to make sure, especially when it comes to Murfreesboro City Schools, that our community knows what excellent schools we have here and, yeah. and the great jobs we're doing. Um, not just academically, but what I talked about, all those other special programs that we're offering for students. Um, and I think that may be one of the um, detriments of, of COVID as we've gone through the last couple of years is several of those programs that we were flourishing, we've had to pull back on a little bit um, just yeah. as we've tried to uh, tried to go through the last two years, but we're ready to bring those programs back. We already have started bringing them back and they're going to get stronger and we're going to continue to to build it. 
We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back because this 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 is turning into a um, show that's going to be very interesting because there's so many things involved in it. We'll be right back with you. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, my name is Patrick Garland, and I love living here at Adams Place. Because ever since I came here, I feel I'm part of a new family. The people here are fantastic, the employees as well as the residents. I'm meeting so many wonderful people, and I just enjoy every single day. I do a lot of reading, I do a lot of writing, research. I have invited my friends to come to Adams Place to visit and see what it offers. This is News Radio WGNS. And what's so great about talk radio, right, is that you hear news that you're not going to get anywhere else, not on all the low parts of the dial where your own tax dollars fund real lefties who tell you how to think. Here, you can do the thinking. So think about this. In light of the shortages, China's food stockpiles are at a historically high level. The head of grain reserves at their National Food and Strategic Reserves Administration says our wheat stockpiles can meet demand for one and a half years. They spent almost $100 billion importing food in 2020. They are hoarding. And that's one reason why prices are so high. This message proudly brought to you by Cameo Fencing, a cinch to install. Order it yourself by going to cameofencing.com. And you can install it yourself, too. It's amazing. Cameo, the Cameo system. Hi, folks. Listen up. This is Rodney French from French's Shoes and Boots. If work boots are what you want, come see hundreds of styles of the best brands of work boots on the market. Soft toe, safety toe, lace-up, slip-ons. French's has the best selection of work boots in Tennessee. If we don't have it, we'll get it. We carry small to extended sizes and wide widths in almost everything we sell. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. On South Church Street, between I-24 and Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone these days, but do your homework and be sure you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. There are many reasons why. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just testosterone. They determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether or not you're a candidate to low T or something else like thyroid or even sleep apnea. Their 
annual health assessment is typically completely covered by most health insurance and is thorough, checking everything from PSA, which is your prostate levels, thyroid, liver, kidney functions, cholesterol, glucose, and more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships to your home. Make your health a priority this year and schedule your annual health assessment today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment today. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Judge Donna Scott Davenport will not seek re-election for Rutherford County Juvenile Court judge and will retire at the end of her current term. Davenport has served more than 22 years on the bench. During her tenure as judge, Rutherford County became only one of 12 courts across the state to receive a safe baby court designation and is the only program in the state that's non-custodial. Middle Tennessee Baseball's annual celebration of Groundhog Day is back in person. The 49th annual luncheon is set for 11.30 Wednesday morning, February 2nd, at the MTSU Student Union Ballroom. Head coach Jim Tillman will introduce members of the 2022 Blue Raider roster and give out the traditional Railbirds jacket. A ticket link and more info available online at WGNSRadio.com. The Rutherford County Area Habitat for Humanity and three Rotary Clubs of Rutherford County will gather for the third annual Rotary Builds Habitat Panel Build Saturday, February 19th from 9 to 2 at the Lane Agro Park. The event will include more than 100 volunteers from the Rotary Club of Smyrna, the Rotary Club of Murfreesboro, and the Murfreesboro Breakfast Rotary Club who will build all the exterior and interior wall panels for a Habitat house in just five hours. Aim for a Purpose is the first fundraising event to be held at the new Outpost Armory on Beasy Road in Murfreesboro. The event will be Thursday, February 24th from 5.30 to 8 p.m. with the Barrett 50 caliber Experience Auction beginning at 5.30. There will also be a handgun shooting competition, a shooting simulator, and the opportunity to shoot a Barrett 50 caliber rifle, which is made in Murfreesboro at Barrett Firearms. All proceeds from the event will go directly to Liberty Station. More details, a little bit about Liberty Station, and a link to register at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. The Good Neighbor Network, on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's most trusted source for local news. It's Discount Mattress end of the year closeout sale. All remaining 2021 mattress inventory is priced at or below cost to make room for new arrivals. With over 25 models to choose from, Discount Mattress is sure to have the right bed for you. Discount Mattress is locally owned and operated and has been serving Middle Tennessee since 2001. Come see us at 1647 Northwest Broad Street. That's next to Pinnacle Bank and Lexpro Automotive. All in-stock mattresses available for same-day pickup or delivery. Michael DeLeon with Steered Straight Thrift Stores. It's a nonprofit thrift store. We take donations. Your donations, support, and purchases help educate youth on the choices and consequences of drugs, bullying, suicide, and other hard topics. Come into our thrift stores, 845 Middle Tennessee and 903 Mercury Boulevard. I'm telling you, you're going to find treasures and you're going to find great deals, but you're going to help us save lives. Michael DeLeon, Steered Straight. You're supporting drug education in schools. I can't emphasize enough, it's more important than ever. Premier 6 Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier 6 on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. 
It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Parents are doing the best they yeah. know how no to do. Hell. They know how to do. Hey, World War Three has burst out right here at Adams Place. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, bless good your heart. Good discussion on education. What what is what is the biggest difference in K through six, and in six all the way? Well, that way the county is. How how, how do you compare county students with city students, uh, and do they uh, do they kind of feel a little bit like there's a different process going on once they get into? say the seventh grade and go well, on. I would hope not. Our, our job is to make sure that all of our kids are prepared yeah. for, you know, the next stage in their education, which for us is seventh grade. Yeah. And so we are using a lot of the same materials that they're using and a lot of the same curriculum and standards, of course, are the same, whether in the county system, the school system, Davidson County, uh, other systems around us. I think what we're able to do in Murfreesboro City is um, we have this unique ability where we can take all of our resources and really focus it on those first few years of a child's schooling, which is critically important, right? We know for them to be successful, where they go to college, where they go to a trade school, where they go straight to workforce, they got to have, they got to be able to read and read really, really well. They got to have strong basic math skills, have a good foundation in science and our social studies and civics and how our government works. And so in the city school system, we focus all of our attention on making sure those first um, years of a child's schooling is just the best it can be. What else makes us, you know, really special is in the city school system, we're able to meet the needs specifically of Murfreesboro residents. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a big county here and we're really focused on is what we're doing in the Murfreesboro City School System meeting the needs of the residents of Murfreesboro. And county and school systems, those are all across the state, whether it's Williamson County has Franklin, uh, Wilson County has Lebanon School Districts, you have Tullahoma City, Manchester City. You know, it's not unusual to have a city system in a large city area that is designed just to meet the needs of that population. And that's what we're trying to do. And we're going to do it really, really well. But we do have some extra things, like I said, we're so proud of our five STEM schools. We'll have mm -hmm. three more by the end of the year um, that we will be, um, have the most when those go through. I think of any for elementary schools, one of the most in the entire state of any school district. Um, our farm to school program, like I said, and, and I go back to agriculture since we're kind of talking about that today. You know, my own son who's at Salem, him getting out in the back and with one of our, we have you know, farmer educators. We actually employ farmers in the district who come mm -hmm. out and get the kids in there and show them how to plant, show them how to harvest. Uh, we take that to our school nutrition people. They serve that in the cafeteria. So we're doing true farm to table um, and showing kids what's possible. And that's, those are just some of the things that make us really unique as a school system. I think most of us thought that when they came up with charter schools, that most of that would end up in Shelby County and in Davidson County because they, they've had a lot of problems in, in the classroom in both of those counties. And, and there you had Murfreesboro and Rutherford County there at, at the very top of, of the list who the, the kids were performing at a high level. So I, I, I was kind of wondering how Rutherford County was able to get one of those schools and 
how that's going to uh, uh, affect uh, the parents seeing how successful that particular school is going to be. You know, and uh, because I'm not part of the county school system, I don't really, I can't speak specifically to the process of that school, that charter yeah. school and their application, because I wasn't involved in that. But I do think, you know, like I said, and I'm, I'm an advocate of parent choice. I'm an advocate that parents need to make decisions that are best for their kids. But you, you said it correctly, you know, when you think about school districts that may have bigger issues or different issues than we have, like a Davidson County or a Shelby County, in Rutherford County and in Murfreesboro specifically, um, you know, we have so many choices. And if you don't know what those choices are, give us a call. We'll talk you through them. But um, we have such a great system. Is there a need for an outside charter school to come in here to do something that we're not doing, and I would argue no. Well, I, every once in a while, I will watch the uh, the school boards, and uh, I've seen that the attitude of some parents have changed over the years because um, they're more likely to um, become angry or uh, not accepting the things that are going on and and of course you butch you've been on the school board for a long long time have you seen the parents um the the different levels of how they're um not accepting some of the things that are going on well i think so uh we haven't seen it so much in Murfreesboro city as some of the other systems have yeah uh, but when you see parents at, at school board meetings and getting all excited and carrying on like some of them do it, yeah uh, trey mentioned it a few minutes ago uh and i go back to this ed jordan who was longtime member of the county school board sure, remember well uh told me one time that the reason that parents think they know how to run schools is because everybody's been in one one time before mm -hmm. but that's not always the case as you know as we all know just because you've been somewhere it doesn't mean that you know how to make sure that things run the way they should run uh and you can't ever tell well no. the relationship between the parents and their children at school because a lot of times i have seen that uh uh, a lot of the problems that crop up in the classroom may be because of the relationship they have at home with their children. That's true. That is very true. I and, agree. Yeah. And that's one of the things that l losing discipline in schools across the country, uh, a part of that is losing the discipline in the home section too. So, um, I, I, I know that, uh, oh, come on, Trey, don't leave yet. I, we're getting right into, uh, oh, look at him, look at him. <laughs> He's giving up, isn't he? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the blue light is running. He's flying out the door. <laughs> All right, okay. So thank, thank you for Trey. coming by, Trey. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, this is, education is one of the more, um, vital uh part of our our uh, lives here in, in in our country and, and uh, sometimes 
this is just my thought. Uh, you guys probably are, are the other way. Sometimes you just kind of have to sit on it, ponder it a little bit, and see what is a positive thing to what the future of our country is going to be and all it's going to, to offer. And, and there are people that are born, Butch, you and I know a lot of them, that were born with special skills sure, that, that sure. Uh, they're not going to be uh, needing uh, the education process after high school and go on with whatever their particular careers are going to be. I, I know that it, there's always problems. And and, and, I, and I, I know, Warren, you've seen things grow over at MTSU like um, uh, the flight program that they've got. One of the best in the country. Yeah, but there's a lot of problems with it because they don't have the ability to give all of them the time in the air that they need to have. And in Murfreesboro uh, uh, Airport was really not built to handle all of that traffic that they're going to be a part of and now they're having to go out and search in other uh, counties other communities to see what they can do because it would be a, a very expensive project for them to get into full-time if they continue to grow i think it's something like 800 students uh, last it's time. amazing to, if, if you've been tracking on mtsu for a few years uh the, the you know there's always problems if yeah. people are involved there's problems but if you take a long-term view and aerospace is is uh, uh, an excellent example uh when i first started uh, uh, uh tracking on the aerospace program well it was a good program and it was heading in the right direction it has grown into one of the best you're going to have the growing uh, pains, but the, I, I just stand back and admire uh, those programs. Uh, the concrete program, uh, that has such an amazing One program. of my officers went over there, in <laughs> uh, fact, two, two of them, and went over there and got their degrees, and now they're very successful. But what's going to happen with all those programs start interfering with education where the you can't get teachers there anymore but well, then you but, can't you're but, not offered the same benefits but programs like that do involve education we've got to have those people in the concrete industry in the aerospace industry agriculture not, no, no 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 i'm talking about the people here uh that you want in your k through 12 that are going to be successful being educators and you're not going to find them at, at those levels and and mtsu is going to uh, uh they have lost a number of positions that they were hoping that they were going to have teachers in and you're not going to and it's going to get less and less and less so what is going to happen with our public school system it, 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 somehow it's got to change Somehow it's got to change. The teachers are going to have to be paid more. They're, they're going to have to be uh, having better benefits, and they need protection in their classroom, and they need to have the ability to um, um, punish kids when, when they step out of line and don't be completely controlling what's going on in the classroom. Well, <clears throat> I agree. That's, that is true. Uh, but not only punish, but also the ability to uh, award those students, some of them, you know. Uh, 
we have we have so many rules and regulations today compared to what you and I grew up with, and probably Warren as well, uh, that that hamper and that kind of tie the teacher's hands on what they can do and what they cannot do. Uh, we have we have good programs for all different types of socioeconomic students that we that come through our schools. Mm-hmm. And as Trey said, in the public school, you got to take everybody. You don't get to pick and choose. I don't care whether there's a household of $13,000 a year or one that's 113000 a year. Mm-hmm. You've still got to take all of those students and try to do the best you can do with what you've got to work with. And, and Warren has spoken to it to, in the agriculture part of the university. Every, yeah. every student doesn't want to do that. But the ones that do, you've got to be able to p- provide for them the education and the knowledge and the background in, in order to hopefully make them successful in years later on in life. And, and, and I'll comment on, on, on one thing that uh, that has developed in, in, in the last 10, 12, 15 years is a much stronger partnership between the universities and uh, the the particularly the the high school uh, education programs in in programs like dual credit mm-hmm. we have so many uh, students that now come into MTSU and they've already had possibly up to a year of credits that they've gotten uh, in high school and that's a partnership they, they, they're taking these bright students are taking college level uh, stu- uh, classes getting college credit and maybe knocking a whole year off of their uh, their college uh, uh, expenses and and, uh, and education and 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 also let's, let's, it, let's go to that one Warren okay. because there are so many schools uh, I mean uh, uh, students uh, that have uh, gone to college and just completely been uh, uh, the fund, the funds <laughs> have just been just enormous uh, at their cost and things like that. And uh, we, we we do have a a, a two years school right. here that uh, kind of educates them as to how to deal with those particular issues mm-hmm. and, and 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 you can even get a a, a two-year degree absolutely so and, degree and, there. and i think tennessee is leading the country yeah and 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 this the two-year of uh, the community college concept the yeah. free the free uh, uh community college what an unbelievably great idea as other states are beginning to uh, to copy it and and the universities and the community colleges and the in uh, the uh, uh, the uh, uh, K through 12 are working together on that. When we can all work together uh, and 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 make a smooth transition, that w- that was a big thing a few years ago. It was hard to transition uh, from like one university to another. Uh, one the community colleges that's been fixed or at least largely fixed. Well, it's, it's, they've been working on it. They've but, really but, really done. It. And but, and but it, in so many places. They haven't done that, and, well, it's and, not 100% but not at, not every kid 
needs to go to college Absolutely. because they have certain skills that are, are going to send them into a a better uh, type of uh, and that's part of the education is is talking to the parents and the and the the students and and helping them find that comfortable fit that that path uh, to success and and I think the dual credit and these partnerships are much better. Uh, it, we're getting that program out there that concept that you don't have to have uh, a college education to succeed. The, yeah. the community colleges and, and, and the uh, career uh, education have done a marvelous job. Even, even so, we still get some, some students that come into the university, maybe mom and daddy, we got a degree, you need to have a degree, those kind of things. Uh, and we really, uh, we I know we do a much better job of talking to those people before, you know, one of the kickers on this, and you might have alluded to it, before you get a lot of debt, before you borrow, you go for some, some of these uh, uh, get-rich-quick almost schemes, you go yeah. to the university, borrow a bunch of money, and then go out. The really sad parts are the ones that, that get uh, into debt in a program where they don't fit. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you leave and, uh, and you owe $10,000, $40,000, and you're not in the right that place. That doesn't even hit the, get the it, tip of the iceberg. Right. It's not even there. We, we got to get more people on the right track. Uh, and, and frankly, uh, I, you know, you talk about going back to the old times. That easy money wasn't out there when, when we were. We uh, all grew we up. We all had to work. Yeah. <laughs> I had to work my way through college. Mom and yeah. daddy helped a lot too, but, but uh, uh, there's a lot of work out there. And also, I, I, I couldn't have a car until I could actually pay for it. <laughs> uh, so that, that, you know, go, but uh, if you knew somebody at the bank, they'd just let you sign your name. Oh, and you I did. Go. Yeah, a, <laughs> I did that too. <laughs> no, uh, there, there are big problems, but there's smart people working. And those big problems too. So I, I, I have a, I have a, t a lot of confidence. I, 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 we, we've been talking about uh, the, the, this subject, but I haven't said anything about your book because I know you, you want to talk about your book. And 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 uh, uh, right now, how much is that book? It, if if you well, first well, of all, let, let, do you do you have both the paperback and paperback hardback? and hardback? The the uh, uh, you can buy local Grumpy's uh, booksellers uh, uh, is selling them down there off abroad. That circle uh, uh, West College uh, uh, comes together. They have them. You can get them online. Uh, the 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 prices range. The the hard covers are a little bit more expensive, but. Fifteen to twenty dollars on on the soft covers, twenty four to thirty dollars on the uh, hardback, and and if you're interested in some of these things that we're talking about, the way that things used to be uh, on the farm, I even have some school uh, stories in there. Uh, you know, do you do you drop the price for school teachers now? Because they won't be able to afford all, all these hardbacks. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I'll make a deal. <laughs> the, the, the school teachers will get a kick out, out of a whole lot of these. And, and I, actually, I've been donating 
uh, needs to like the 4-H program. I think the uh, the the 4-H Care, pro- Care yeah. Creek Days, Cane Creek Days, Cane Creek Days. Cane Creek is a is a beautiful little stream oh, I, I that that that, uh, that goes uh, through uh, Petersburg, Tennessee, it, it, and then it joins uh, with Sanders now, Creek and goes to uh, to you, you had you have what four or five counties that meet over there in that particular area. Well, uh, uh, Bedford. Moore, uh, 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 Lincoln, and uh, Franklin uh, come together. So you could yeah. you could say uh, five. Franks is a little bit further on, but yeah. but uh, yeah, that's four or five, depending on where you draw the line. Yeah, it's a great book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I've got I've it at home. I'll, I'll let I'll let Butch borrow it. Yeah, <laughs> don't make him buy one. He can buy one. <laughs> That man, that man's looking up the financial part of himself. Well, he, he had to pay all that money to go to school over here at MGSU. Bless his heart. He, he, he thought he was just going to get into, you know, throwing seeds and, and where they had the little uh, ditch uh, dug out, but then he had to pay for all that scientific well, Let me tell you something else. MTSU, and, and, and there's other universities too, UT, MTSU done the best job of, of coming up with the money to help uh, students, uh, the scholarships and, and the grants and things like that. You, there, we have, are beginning to get a lot better ways uh, for particularly the, the students that are really motivated. Uh, you, you can get an education without being super uh, in debt. If you, you put it together, there's nothing wrong with a little debt, but be careful. Part of the education uh, should be don't don't ever get into where you're servicing a debt that is oppressive, that's hurting you. And, and we need to say that out loud to parents and students both. There's no free rides out there. You, no. You, it's, it takes work. There's still whatever it is, it takes work. But MTSU, if you, if you have a, 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 young, a youngster in your house that's thinking about college, call, if whatever, first of all, don't just focus on just MTSU or just one, that's right. call several universities, apply at several universities. Take or the even deal. these two-year colleges, and, and don't they will, the they will aim colleges. you in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. What's the name of our two-year so college here? Motlow. Motlow, yeah. Thank you very much. Motlow, right uh, Columbia State's close by, yeah. too. We, we, yeah. uh, uh, as in Williamson County, yeah. uh, two excellent uh, growing uh, educational programs, strong yeah. partnerships uh, with MTSU, and, and uh, just uh, we're just blessed to have that. It's a, and part of the public education system. That you, we, uh, the, the students that are motivated can make it. Guarantee you. And you can motivate them pretty well with a paddle. Oh, really? Yeah, no, right. oh, wait a minute. You can't do that anymore. I am so sorry, Butcher. Doggone it. You, ha- you had it perfected when you were over there at Walter Hill. And and, and that, that's the biggest motivator we had in school. I was motivated quite a few times going well, through school. I was too, but, you know, that's the way it goes. The way it went then, you don't do it today, though. That's all right. Well, we're we're doing the best we can it, do. Is Janie for paddling? Who? P- Janie. Is she now? Is she for paddling? I don't know. We haven't really discussed that. I whole guarantee lot. you, she is. I had a teacher that had a half a bike. Let's go off the air before I get completely <laughs> insane. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I gotta say one thing. 
thank you to my wife, to Janie. You mentioned her. Uh-huh. Uh, our anniversary was yesterday. I know. And w- and which one was it? Fifty-eight. Wow. That's unbelievable. <laughs> she doesn't. Even, she doesn't even look like she's even close to that age. I understand that. I agree. <laughs> I agree. We were going to Gatlinburg, but because of COVID, and she had a bout within her ear last week. So we. Oh, we're, bless her heart. That's but we're going to do it later on, early part of February. So we'll yeah. still get there. Uh, what is it you do in Gatlinburg? We just go and have a good time. For 58 years, you got to do something special. Well, we don't go every year. We've been last several years, though. So yeah. It's just a good good time to, to get away. And she likes to shop, look around at different places. I'm surprised she doesn't want to go where the weather is good right now, down in the well, southern parts would, of uh, this country. She would love to get to Florida. Well, why don't you take her? We need to go. Yeah. I wish I still had my place down there. I wish you did, I'd, too. I'd let you go free. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I let everybody go free when I had it. <laughs> well, let's, let's uh, call, call in the end of the show. Uh, I've caused as much trouble as I can, and I know Trey wishes right now that he wishes that he hadn't come over here this morning. Trey did a good job. I'm, yes, I'm he, he, he did do a good job. <laughs> I'm going to back him up. Well, I'm, well, you educators, you stick together. That's the problem. <laughs> y'all, y'all have the best, excuse me, the best career that anyone could have. Absolutely. And that's in education next to law enforcement. Law enforcement's number one. Uh, that's right. education sometimes, too. Yeah, it is. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.